We covered the throne speech earlier this week. Um, you know, of course, the throne speech where the, the federal government lays out their agenda and what they would like to accomplish in the next sitting of the House of Commons. Um, and you know the things that were in there, um, Indigenous reconciliation, uh, climate change, $10 a day child care, all the things that they campaigned on. So not a lot of surprises in there. However, they did mention inflation only once, but it's actually been a while since we heard that in a throne speech, and it could be telling at least according to our next guest. We're going to chat now with Eugene Lang, who is a lecturer and adjunct professor at the School of Policy Studies at Queen's University. Eugene, thank you for joining us. appreciate your time today. Well, thank you for inviting me. Uh, I think this is a pretty interesting thing. and something that uh, most of us are sort of keeping an eye on, but inflation coming up in the throne speech, pretty telling, right? We don't see it mentioned in the throne speech, or certainly haven't for some time. I think this is the first time you've found the word inflation in a throne speech in a generation, actually. Um, only mentioned once, but when we take a look at inflation, it has the potential to basically override everything else that the federal government talked about and become the only issue that matters, right? Well, I think it can. Historically, uh, if, you, if you're old enough, like I am, like I am, you can remember very high and persistent inflation all through the 1970s and well into the 1980s. When I say high, I mean like 11, 12 yeah. percent. We're nowhere near that now. But we're higher now than we've been in 30 years, significantly higher, double, almost double what we've been over the last 30 years where inflation has been kept under 3 percent since 1991. And now in the last year or so, we see inflation hitting almost 5 percent. It's projected by the Bank of Canada at 5 percent. And this isn't just a Canadian thing. It's happening all over yep. the developed world, the U.S. inflation is even higher. So if it's persistent and if it gets high enough, at, at some point in time, it's sort of a tipping point and it's, it's very top of mind for people. We all see it every day in the things we buy and consume. It's not some abstract thing and it's not that it only affects a few people or, or a particular segment of the, elect, of the electorate. Inflation hits everybody. That's the thing. There, there's no escaping it. Every single one of us will pay it, almost everything that we do. I mean, it, it, it it's one of those issues that sort of touches everybody and there, there's no escaping it really no some people liken it to a tax uh that applies to everybody uh and and low-income people the poor people on fixed incomes are particularly hard hit by it especially if it's inflation in in you know essentials like goods and, and energy costs which is what we're seeing so it can be a very big issue i think and it and historically it can overwhelm government's agendas uh, because it becomes very top of mind. I was speaking just the other day to a pollster friend of mine, Frank Gray's at Ecos Research, who tracks public opinion on issues of concern very closely. And in Frank's latest tracking, he has inflation getting near the very top of the public agenda. In a way, it probably wasn't even at the time of the election just a couple of months ago. And that's going to be a bit of a wake-up call, I think, for a lot of people, right? And if you take, like you're, t- like you're saying, we're going back a very long time before inflation was sort of a top-of-mind issue. For a lot of Canadians, it's never been something they've had to deal with or even had any connection to. Unless you're over 50, you don't really remember it. Yeah. Certainly over 45. I mean, if I'm 55, so I'm just old enough to remember, you know, the, the, as I said, the very high and persistent inflation in the 70s and early 80s, people forget in the early 80s, when it peaked at 12%, the central bank raised interest rates to over 20% to try to deal with the inflation of that period. So 
So people that can remember that are kind of scarred by the experience and maybe somewhat biased by it all. And I don't think we're going to end up anywhere near that. But we are in a period now where we have inflation at a level we've never seen in about 30 years. It's outside the Bank of Canada's target range for the first time in 30 years. Uh, you know, the Bank of Canada basically has a mandate to keep inflation around 2%, in between 1% and 3%, to be precise. And it's outside that range for the first time in 30 years. Uh, and we don't know how high it's going to go, and we don't know how long it's going to last, and we don't know whether, if or when, the Bank of Canada is going to step in and raise interest rates to try to control it. They seem to be loath to do that. They're hoping that it, it works itself out through the economy naturally, which might happen, but I don't think anybody really knows what's going to happen. and certainly don't know how long it's going to take. Um. So when we see it mentioned once in the throne speech, which admittedly is more than it has been in recent years, it certainly wasn't the focus of the throne speech. Is our government keeping a close enough watch on this? I mean, are they are they cognizant of the fact that this could derail everything there, everything else they were talking about in that speech? Well, they probably don't agree with me that it could derail everything, uh, but. I think they're worried about it. Um, I think it's in there for a reason. They're, they want people to understand that they get it. I think part of the reason they haven't said a lot about it, though, is that governments really don't know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. uh, it may be beyond the control of governments. This particular type of inflation in particular might be beyond uh, what governments can do. If you think about what generally are thought to be the causes of this inflation, which are things like global supply bottlenecks, going to the pandemic, shifts in consumer demand from services to goods owing to the pandemic. Some think it has to do with government spending to some degree, again, owing to the pandemic. Uh, you know, government could control that, but uh, it, it probably can't do much about some of these other factors. So that's partly why I don't think they dwelled on it very much, but I do think they wanted to signal to people that, you know, it's a concern. You know, minority governments, as you know, last year and a half, maybe two years typically. So uh, this could well be the issue of the next campaign, no matter what happens during this term. I think it's possible. If it keeps going the way it's going, and I haven't seen any central banks or economists that thinks it's going to disappear magically in the next couple of weeks. People think it's going to persist at least well into 2022, maybe longer, uh, because it is dependent on a lot of these things in the supply chains around the yeah. world, we don't have any control over working themselves out. And nobody knows how long that's going to take because we've never been through anything like this before. There's, this is historically unprecedented. So anybody that says, well, I can tell you what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, no, they can't. We have no historical precedent for this whatsoever. There are crude estimates out there, I suppose. But uh, So it's the kind of the unknown. Right. And, uh, you know, if the, if the election happens in a year, inflation could be a big issue, maybe even in two years. And if it gets really high, high we don't need an election. It'll just become the dominant issue in Parliament and government could get defeated over it. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Um, fascinating, fascinating discussion. Thanks so much. I appreciate your time, Eugene. I appreciate you inviting me. Thanks again. You bet. That's Eugene Lang, who is a lecturer and adjunct professor at the School of Policy Studies at Queen's University. And and I think he's right. Um, this is going to be the overriding feature. Um, if it isn't already, 